Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. So we've begun looking in the Gospel of John, the book of John, a foundational book within scriptures. And we saw in the last episode that John had a purpose, had a point, had a reasoning for writing this. The Holy Spirit was moving within him, directing him, correct? And remember what the purpose was. John 20, verse 30 said this, Therefore, many other signs Jesus also performed in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, verse 31. But these have been written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have eternal life. So John is going to share with us signs. He's going to show things that will, that will enable us to believe that Jesus is the Christ, that Jesus is the Son of God. And in this true belief that we may receive life. And he's speaking of uh, uh, abundant life now and life in the hereafter. Salvation is what he's talking about. And so he says this at the end of the letter. So let's go to the beginning of the letter. And John chapter 1, verse 1, the first 18 verses or so are somewhat like a prologue. You really don't get to the first sign that he mentions there in the 20 chapter until chapter 2. And this, this beginning portion is absolutely amazing because it shows us so much about God. It shows us about the nature of God, about the character of God, about how God has done things. So let's, let me read the first verse of John 1, and it says this. This is New American Standard. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now, that right there is just a, a, a wild, wild uh, phrase, particularly when you break it down to each word. Now, if you just read it, you say, oh, well, that's nice, that's neat. Well, let's read a couple of the translations. Here's the English Standard Version. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Here's the authorized version. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Well, wow, that's pretty consistent across the board. This verse right here is actually perverted by some cults that profess to be uh, Christian, they will put one or two extra little pronouns and things in here. I'm not even going to get into details of what they do right here. But it's really important that we understand what is being said here. In the beginning, in the beginning of what? Well, you say, well, what does that mean? Uh, it's in the beginning, really before the foundations of the earth. The word, the word, and, and the word is capitalized here. It's the word logos, okay, the word logos. And that, that Greek word literally means just to speak intelligently, okay, just to speak. But it's capitalized. That's interesting. The word was with God, and the word was God. And, and the word right there, God, is uh, theo, you know, literally means God. Well, that's interesting. Well, by the time we get to the end of this uh, whole passage, first chapter, we're going to see, because he says it forthright, that the Word is the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, That the Word is the Lord Jesus Christ. And so this is going to give us some things to build upon to understand. You know, does this verse remind you of anything? Does it sound like something else? You know, Genesis 1-1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. Okay, 
And that's interesting because God right there is the word Elohim, and it's plural. It's a masculine plural noun. Now, a lot of times people say, well, Elohim, that means God, the most high God. Well, yes, in a sense. I mean, the word appears more than 2,600 times in the Scripture, and more than 1,000 times is speaking about God, the most high, Yahweh, the most high God. But the word is also used in references to other gods, G-O-D-S, small g, other gods, uh, judges to angels. It's actually, I think, in one passage referring to a demonic type of thing. Other divine creatures. And, boy, that sort of rattles people sometimes because they say, well, I thought God was the only one that was divine. I thought he was the only one. Well, no. There's actually other Elohim. There are other Elohim. Uh, God is Elohim, but he is the most high God. The Elohim, the other gods, are not God in the sense of Yahweh. Yahweh is the most high and is above all. And compared to the other gods, there are none like him. And a lot of times people use that as an excuse and they'll say, well, that means there's no other gods or anything. No, it's not talking about that in that way. It's talking about the fact that God, the most high God, is incomparable. These other ones do not compare to him in any way. And so in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. Well, wow, that's interesting. Let's just read on. Second verse. He was in the beginning with God. So you see that you have God, okay? And then you have this one he who was in the beginning who was the word. As I said, as we go through the passage, we're going to see that this is speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ. And a lot of times people say, well, in the beginning of what? In the beginning when this happened? This is before the Lord spoke anything into existence. Okay, and we're about to learn some more about that as we go. Verse 3, all things came into being through him and apart from him, Nothing came into being that has come into being. And so when you follow the pronouns through here, the him and the he's, this is speaking of what we're going to find out to be the Lord Jesus Christ. So what we see is this word was in the beginning. The word was with God. And not only was the word with God, the word was God. And then he was in the beginning with God. So you have this with God, was God, with God. An interesting relationship. And then in verse 3, we find out that everything that has come into being, everything that has been created, okay, everything that has come about has come about because of him. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. So this is speaking of the word. So here's what he's saying from the very beginning is that Jesus was with God and Jesus is God. Jesus is not a created being. Okay, we'll see that more when we get to John 3. He's not a created being. He is as much God as God. There's God the Father, there's God the Son, God the Spirit. They are one. Okay, they're one, but there are three and somehow else. And we'll talk about that as we go along. Don't want to give too much away at the very beginning here, right? But here's the primary thing for us to see today. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. Everything that was created Ex nihilo, that's how we see it in Genesis 1, that God spoke and it came into being. God spoke through the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the one who spoke everything 
into being. And that's what makes it so amazing what you see in Philippians and what the Lord did for us, that he literally took on the form of flesh. He took on the form of his creation to redeem his creation. So, uh, you know, go back and read John 1, chapter 1, the first three verses. Read it really slow, over and over and over. Just take it in as we go through. We're going to take this, these things probably about this pace right here, two, three, four, five, six verses at a time. Take it in. Meditate upon it. See what the Lord reveals to you, and I think you'll be amazed. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you next time. Goodbye.